Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the mandatory. We want to say if you like our content, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're hearing this, then it's obviously on the audio side. So make sure to leave a rate and review. And if you already have, we appreciate you so much for rocking with us. Um, you know what? Boxing slowed down a bit, but we got some sneaky good fights this weekend. Money Be Green is back as well. Um, so this is the first time we're doing betting in a little bit and we're doing betting for three fights this week. So we are coming back. I'm going to try not to say with a bang, but I'm going to say it anyway, because one of these guys nickname is the big bang. So we're going to talk about him, uh, three good fights this week. And obviously we have a big one next week. So looking forward to breaking these down, which we're about to do right now. Like money, motherfucker, money be green, money feel like money. That shit look green to you? All right. So this one, a sneaky good fight at 140 pounds. And regardless of what you think and who you think is the best at 140, by the way, we did our top five at 140. If you haven't seen that list, go check it out. We've got Richardson Hitchens, who is a minus 450 straight up on the money line against Jose Zapata, a plus 300. Brian, before you get into your breakdown and how you're going to be betting this, does is this line a little bit disrespectful to a guy like Jose Zapata? Yeah, because I don't even think Regis Progre was this much of a favorite against Jose Zapata, but obviously Hitchens would be fighting him after Progre knocked out Zapata um late last year. Zapata has since gotten a win over a journeyman uh and is back now. But this is a little odd to me that Richardson Hitchens, who I really like who yeah. I covered his debut. I covered a bunch of his fights early on in Brooklyn. So I'm I'm going to pick him to win this fight. But minus 450 is pretty steep, given that Jose Zepeda's only loss to champions in his career. Regis Progre, Terry Flanagan, and why am I forgetting the other? Jose, Jose Ramirez, Ramirez, which Jose was Ramirez. the majority decision. And I think that one could have gone either way. Yes. And that's me saying a lot because, you know, I'm a big Jose Ramirez fan. But um, he's been in the ring with some dudes. Yeah, um, but Hitchens is positioned as somebody who's next uh, on the contender ladder uh, at 140. And if he were to win this, then yes, he could be looking at a title shot next year. He's in matchroom right now. So perhaps a date with Regis Progray in the future would make sense. Someone who he is very confident that uh, he would beat, by the way. So in terms of this fight, I think the, the simplest bet, the easy one to make. And this is, I think, the easiest fight to bet on compared to all three of these. Uh, Richardson Hitchens by decision is how you got to bet. And that's minus 150 on FanDuel right now. Uh, DraftKings, last I checked, didn't have Method of Victory up yet. I assume they will. I assume it'll be around the same price. Um, you know, minus 150, you're not necessarily going out on a limb, but it's the safest bet here. Richardson Hitchens by decision. He's not a huge puncher. He is going to counter Jose Zabeda. He's going to use his height and reach advantages against the Southpaw, um, use his skill, try to outwit him. Um, he's nine years younger, so the stamina advantage could be his as well. We'll see. That'll be tested a little bit. I hope he does get pushed here, though, because this is easily his toughest test yet. Richardson Hitchens, for me, it's just like this is the next step that he has to take in his career. This is the fight where we're going to be like, okay, you know what? I could see him being a problem at 140 pounds because I think the biggest knock on him is people always talk about how he doesn't really have power. Um, but he's very technical, he's very skilled, has a good jab, right hand, he mixes it up really, really well, but Jose Zapata has been in the ring with some dudes, and when you talk about experience, you're not going to get that anywhere else, so this is definitely Hitchens' 
toughest test yet. And Jose Zapata, we know his fight style. Um, he likes to throw nasty combos. Once he starts to cut off the ring, it's going to be really hard to, you know, get out of those situations once he's got you on the ropes. And he throws those nasty combos with speed and he's relentless and he has power. This is probably Hitchens' toughest test power-wise too. We know that he can take a punch, but can he take a punch from a guy like Jose Zapata? And we saw what he did to your fellow Puerto Rican. Should I say his name or do you want to say his name because you're because you're Puerto Rican? Josue Vargas. But there we I, go. There I, we go. I, he 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 doesn't get the same reverence uh, from Puerto Ricans as uh, a Subrio Matias, for example, since we're talking about guys at the 140 pound division. <laughs> and at, at this point in his career, I don't think he would uh, just because so much hype coming in as a prospect. But this is not about Vargas. I'm just saying <laughs> Jose Zapata with that knockout coming into that fight. You have to remember uh, Vargas was the headliner if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and they brought in Zapata into that fight and people thought Zapata was going to lose, he knocked his ass out. <laughs> and after that fight, people were like, yo, Vargas should retire. That was the conversation they were having. So people have to remember that this guy, Jose Zapata, has been in the ring with some dudes. I know that Regis Progre knocked him out, got the knockout victory. But at the same time, we know what Zapata is capable of. And I think this is actually going to be a great fight for a guy like Richardson Hitchens. Because for him, he needs a big name like this, like this on his resume. So then we can start talking about him a little bit more at 140 pounds. I Agreed. think that this is one of the fights that we're going to look at that we're like, you know what? Let's start talking about him maybe in that top 15 do you put him in that top 10? I don't know. We're going to see after this fight. I don't think it's going to be that easy of a fight for a guy like Richardson Hitchens. I think Jose Zapata is going to give him some problems. I am going to take Hitchens to win by decision. Minus 150, as Brian was saying, that is the best bet. He doesn't have like relentless power. And I don't think he's going to break down a guy like Jose Zapata. I actually think this is going to be a pretty close fight. Um, I think, yeah. I think Hitchens yeah. is going to get tested. I even at one point looked at a draw. Um, but they're gonna let they're, they're gonna give Hitchens this win. Uh, it was like a plus fourteen hundred uh, mm. because I actually really like Zapata. I like his fight style, and even though um, when you talk about length, Hitchens has the advantage here. I think that Zapata is gonna give him some problems in this fight, and because it is his toughest test, we are gonna see him try to make those adjustments during the fight. Uh, but Zapata is gonna be relentless. He's gonna try to stalk him. He's gonna try to get him on the ropes. And he's going to be getting those body shots in. And as you know, Hitchens, he's going to be trying to control the distance, which he does really well. He's going to be mixing it up. And he's going to be getting those points on the car scorecards. But I do think it's going to be a really close fight. I could see it being like a 116-112. Maybe even 115-113. And, you know, I think it could even be one of those like majority decision type of victories um, for a guy like Hitchens. So that's how I'm rolling with this one. Majority decision odds which I'm not sure are out yet, but when they come not out, yet. They'll, they'll probably be in the low thousands or the high hundreds. So like that's sprinkle worthy because you could be looking at, yeah, 116, 112, I think is probably what I'd expect. 117, 111. And then someone sneaks in a 114, 114 in there. You know what I mean? Because when you're, when you're betting on boxing, you're not just betting on the fight. You're also betting on the judges. If you think it's going to go to distance. So sometimes you have to bet on some chicanery to happen. Um, and it, it benefits you to bet the A side winning by decision. Uh, as we saw last week with Venado Lopez and what a lot of people thought was a close fight. I bet him winning by decision because I thought it was going to be pretty close. But I was like, if it's close, 
he's going to get the nod over Joet Gonzalez. He just is because he's the rising star right now. Yeah, and um, I thought Joet did enough in that fight did to you? get the victory. <laughs> I thought Joet dominated like the last four rounds. Um, I gave him, yeah, I gave him the last four rounds of that fight. I thought Joet got it done um, by just one round. But early on, of course, like he was losing that fight. So I was on Joet winning. When I looked at that fight, I was like, okay, like I get why he didn't get the decision victory. Another, it's one of those things for Joette where you're just like, damn, um, but we're not going to stay on him. But yeah. uh, let us know here at the mandatory. We want to know how you're betting. By the way, if you like the content, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. And if you already have, we really do appreciate it. And if you haven't, you know, definitely, definitely do that because uh, it helps the channel grow. All right, we're going to move on now to a woman's bout um, on the same card, I believe. Um, same card, yep. And it's the co a co-feature, even though it should be should this... be the main event. I think yeah. this should be the main event. Let's keep it real here. <laughs> Jessica McCaskill is a minus one twenty eight straight up on the money line. Well, actually, she's a minus one fifteen now, so the line has changed. And they have Sandy Ryan as a minus one ten. Now, this is interesting because I looked last night on Fanduel, and the line has moved because Sandy Ryan last night at about eleven thirty Pacific time was a plus one hundred two. Mm. so you know what those europeans are getting into uh <laughs> us north americans heads right now because vegas <laughs> is thinking this this one is going to be a lot closer there's obviously reasons for it it's also for all the belts at welterweight this is going to be a great fight um brian how are you betting this one it's interesting that jessica mccaskill has a height disadvantage but a reach advantage because sandy ryan has a negative reach which you know, I mean, people have overcome that in boxing for years and years and years. Regis Prograde, Roberto Duran, et cetera. Andre Ward, low-key, negative reach also. Didn't know that uh, uh, for a little while there. And then at some point later in his career, I was like, really? That's that's odd, given the way he fights. But sometimes it doesn't matter. I think for Jessica McCaskill, though, um, three losses on her record, all of them to dogs. Chantel Cameron, <laughs> Katie Taylor being two of them. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, she's losing to the best of the best only. Sandy Ryan is also very good. I think uh, the line is appropriate. Like, this is the So funny. I don't think you should have used that line for women, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, like, not not the line you want to use, but you could have said, like, beast, like, D-A-W-G-S. No, okay. I, don't, I don't know about that, man, because that's more like your homie, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my dog. That's when you use the WG, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you you were saying it like, they're like, I don't know. I just, I had to point that out because I was like, wait a minute. Are we leaving it in? We, we got to leave that one okay, in. That's too funny it. to take off. <laughs> I mean, I like it, equality at its finest, Brian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're progressive over here. Um. And it's Hispanic Heritage Month, so shout out to your boy. Um, so Jessica McCaskill, uh, that had nothing to do with anything. Jessica McCaskill, slight favor here. I, I like that the line is a 50-50. Um, there's another one we'll get to that is pretty close to that because in boxing, you don't get a lot of these, especially for title fights. Um, I am going to roll with Jessica McCaskill. I kind of leaned to Jessica McCaskill winning on points, which I saw at plus 110 last night, but... I'm just going to go straight up on the money line because I think she does have enough power to potentially put away Sandy Ryan. I also think Sandy Ryan could win this fight, but I I'm just going to roll with Jessica McCaskill. I believe in her ability. I think she'll utilize the reach advantage. Um, I know that she's older. She's about 40 at this point. Um, so 39. Sandy Ryan, 
Yeah. 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 So Sandy Ryan's going to have the youth advantage here, but I think Jessica McCaskill is going to be able to get to her combos uh, and work the body effectively, uh, which she's going to have to do against a taller fighter. But I I'm leaning on her winning this fight, but I'm going straight up on the money line because while I do think decision is probably the way to bet, um, it wouldn't surprise me if she were able to get a late stoppage here, which she has done five times in her career. She's gotten a few stoppages in her career. Sandy Ryan is not. So the power edge I would give to McCaskill as well. Um, but I think this is a close fight that could honestly go either way because Sandy Ryan is really skilled and worthy of this title shot. Yeah, this is one of those fights, a uh, sneaky good fight that should be the main event, as Brian and I were saying. Um, Sandy Ryan had a pretty decorated amateur career as well. When you take a look at her record, uh, not many fights professionally, but a very decorated amateur career. She's very technical. She's skilled. She has good size. She's physical and uh, she can take a punch. She definitely can, but she has like this like size advantage that I think is going to be apparent in the ring against someone like Jessica McCaskill. But McCaskill, we know how good she is. She has a nice jab. She has that high work rate. She throws good combos. She throws to the body. And when you talk about the experience factor, like these women are older, killing it in boxing, right? So it doesn't necessarily like I don't even look at that age thing because um, Amanda Serrato was older. Heather Hardy was older. Right. And these girls are still getting it in the ring. I know that Sandy Ryan, Taylor sneaky. Also, exa exactly. Sandy Ryan's like 30 years old. So even though that she has the youth advantage, sometimes in boxing, I'm going to roll with the experience. And Jessica McCaskill has that. And I think this one goes to the cards. I have Jessica McCaskill winning by decision. I think that's the best bet at plus 110. I just think physically Sandy Ryan is really tough. And Jessica McCaskill is going to be able to get those points on the scorecard. But Jessica McCaskill, to me, is going to get this victory, and it's going to come down to experience. I do think Sandy Ryan is going to have some moments in this fight, maybe even a moment or two where, you know, she lands a really big one on Jessica McCaskill, but Jessica McCaskill can take a punch. I think this one's going to go down to the wire, and I could see this also being like a one, well, it's going to be a 10-round bout, a 10-round fight, if I'm not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'm mistaken. So I think it's going to be possibly, when I take a look at it, Probably giving the edge here definitely to Jessica McCaskill in terms of winning rounds, but I could see it being like a one round difference, a one or two round difference. I could see this fight being that close. Uh, Brian, I know you were looking to see if there was a potential for a draw in this fight. What would the odds be for that? Plus 1400. Okay. And wow. I, th I think if you're going to sprinkle on a draw in a 50 50 fight and get it at plus 1400, probably worth a couple dollars and I literally mean a couple of dollars, which would still get you, you know, almost 30. You know, that'll get you like a sandwich in New York City at this point because of goddamn inflation. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think a draw might be worth a sprinkle. Uh, Jessica McCaskill is plus 950 to win by knockout if you think she's going to get the late stoppage. But I I'm just going to roll with her on the money line at minus 115. Sandy Ryan is plus 140 on points, which is interesting because Jessica McCaskill is just plus 110 on points. So. What Vegas is telling you is like, hey, whoever wins this, more likely to go on on points. 
Um, but that draw at plus 1400 is interesting in a fight that's as close as this is expected to be. So let us know how you're going to be betting on this fight. Are you rolling with Jessica McCaskill or are you rolling with Sandy Ryan? Let us know in the comments below and remember to drop your bet slips. If you're rolling with Sandy Ryan in this fight and say you take her by knockout or something because the odds are crazy, then show us your slips because, uh, you know, we don't want to we don't want to go back and forth with you. Um, so we want to see the slips just in case. All right. So we're going to move on to another fight, which listen, I'm excited for this one because the first one, um, sneaky good. And I think a lot of people had one favorite going into it and, uh, he surprised a lot of people. Uh, Jale Zhang is a minus 130 straight up on the money line. And Joe, Joe Joyce is a plus 105 straight up on the money line. The second one that we're seeing between these two. Brian, how are you betting this one? So these two fought in April, and Joe Joyce was a minus 1,000 favorite, and Jalei Jang whooped his ass from the opening bell for six rounds, busted his eye, and got the stoppage. Never knocked down Joe Joyce, who has yet to be uh, put down in his career, uh, granite chin, etc. But Jalei Jang just went in there and just whooped his ass. Uh, just right hooks, straight left hand, movement, Southpaw stance, it was it was just a beautiful display. Um, both of these guys, 6'6", with an equal reach. And I think Jalei Zhang is the rightful favorite for this second bout. Um, but I'm not picking him straight up on the money line. I am picking a couple different things. So the, the New Orleans Saints betrayed me on Monday Night Football. I had a free uh, $10 uh, bet. And I did an alt spread, minus five and a half. And the Panthers backdoored it at the end when it looked like the Saints were going to potentially blow them out. So I had a free $10 to use, which I used on Zhele Zhang by decision at plus 500. And then I put a few other dollars on Zhele Zhang to win by knockout between round 7 through 12 at plus 340. Um, and those bets, you don't even need a bonus to do that to come out profitable because... You're looking at those lines plus 500, plus 340. You're going to be able to make money uh, if you hit one of those, depending on how you actually do it and what you put down, et cetera. Um, for me, I just think that this isn't going to be inside of six rounds like the first bout was. I just don't see that at all. And I think that Joe Joyce is going to at least last longer. Rematches sometimes could be closer than the first time around. So I do think that Joe Joyce will be a little bit more competitive in this fight. But I still think Zhang wins it. And assuming health, because with him, you know, there are some health concerns and issues from his history. Uh, look at his fight with Jerry Forrest, for example, that almost bit him in the ass there. And it kind of forced a draw. And then we found out he was dealing with several things later on, including kidney failure. So um, I think that with uh, with Jale Zhang, I think he'll get the stoppage late or win on points. I just think the fight's going to go beyond uh, the six rounds that it did the first time. So I am going to sort of hedge with both of those things hoping that one of them uh, pans out. And if Joe Joyce wins, then I'm fucked. So it is what it is. So in the first fight, I remember if you go back to our first breakdown, we kind of said, like, don't sleep on Zhang because he's tough. 
Um, he got robbed a couple of times, uh, never been stopped before, has real power, and he's going to be aggressive early on. He has to because usually he fades in the later rounds, and there wasn't no later rounds in that first bout between these two, right? Uh, we thought that initially, well, I thought that Joyce uh, was going to press, come forward, and he was going to outbox Jang, but Jang destroyed him in every way that you thought he could in the ring, and you were looking like, Joyce does not look good in this fight. And he didn't. Do I think Joyce is going to look better in this second one? I do, because he has to. Because before that fight, we were talking if Joyce was a top five heavyweight. That was the discussion. People were like, oh, next up, Joyce got it. And Jane comes in out of nowhere and just bodies him, <laughs> right? Like he gets the stoppage, messes up his eye. And you're sitting back thinking like, was Joyce overrated? And I think that might be what it is, Brian. I think he might be a little bit overrated. Wouldn't be the first British heavyweight. Hey, uh, no hits there <laughs> to uh, a guy like Anthony Joshua, but Joyce. Or Frank uh, Bruno or David Price or Audley Harrison yeah. or, you know. Well, like, you, 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 you messed up the point I was going to make, but Joyce was also the first guy uh, to stop Joseph Parker, who was the first guy to take Anthony Joshua like into deep rounds. So when I'm taking a look at this fight and I'm taking a look at the betting, I was extremely impressed with Zhang. And I said in that first fight, do not sleep on this man because he can be relentless. He has that power and he's going to really mix it up in those early rounds one through six. But I actually am going to roll with one of Brian's picks and we've been really similar today. Seven through 12 is where I think Zhang gets it done. And there's lots of value there at plus 340. I think Joyce looks a little bit better in this fight, but I think Zhang is going to continue to break him down because I think Zhang has the blueprint already. He's figured it out. He knows what he has to do. And he looked so good in that first fight where I don't kind of see him taking a step back in the second fight because I don't think we're going to see an extremely new Joy Joyce. Like we know what type of Joyce we're going to get. And, um, you know, the thing about Joyce was we thought he would outbox Zhang, but because Zhang is going to really bring it in those first one through six rounds. And then he's going to, I could see him getting it down, getting it done round seven or eight. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't see this one going the full distance because I think both these guys are going to bring it. But round seven through 12 plus 340, lots of value there. I think the only case for this going a distance is Joe Joyce's chin is amazing. And is it, though? Not in the last fight. Well, he didn't get dropped in no, his defense, right? But like, he got he got dropped pretty much standing up. You yeah, know what I mean, they were like to stop the fight. He's yeah. like, even at one point, I was like, why are they not stopping this fight? I'm well, like, that, this is. That's the thing. And I think what really what really forced a stoppage was the eye more yeah. than anything else. And if you're taking a decision, you're basically banking on one, Joyce is at least a little bit better this fight, a little bit more competitive. And two, he doesn't have the eye issue, which, you know, not a guaranteed thing because some Yo, guys. Here's the thing, though. If you already messed up that eye once, you know, yes. that eye can be messed up again. Yeah. Right. So well, like, it's not a guarantee, though. But like, no. I, I do think that this at the bare minimum, which is why I took the same bet along with uh, on points is because I think that Joe Joyce at least lasts beyond six rounds this time. Now, of course, we'll turn on the fight and then this shit ends in like round two or round three. <laughs> and it's a possibility. So I, I, I do think it's also smart to bet Jang rounds one through six. Like, I do think there is a wow. good possibility to, yeah. to do that. I mean, as it well. happened already. Because this is the only thing that I'm thinking. It's like once you're broken down like that, and remember, like, Joyce is actually older, too. Like, people forget. Um, doesn't have that many fights as other heavyweights, but he's actually pretty old, too. I think he's in his 30s. If I'm he's not 38. 
Yeah. He just, he just turned 38 like yesterday. He's old too. He's <laughs> um, old too. You know what I mean? Like what joy should get? Yeah, and Zhang is 40, right? So there's not like a big age difference here. Both of these guys had super decorated amateur careers at the super heavyweight division. Both, I think, won Olympic silver, different Olympics. Zhang was in like 08, and uh, Joe Joyce was in 2016. Both turned pro late. Zhang's been pro longer. And both of these guys had very long amateur careers before turning pro like into their 30s. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I'm just thinking about the eye thing to go back. It's like mm -hmm. once you've messed up someone's eye, if I'm a boxer, I'm like, I'm going to attack that eye again because yeah, I know no. that I know that yeah. skin ain't right. I know that skin ain't right. That's what mm -hmm. I'm going to go at. And if I'm Jang and that's what was working, um, that's what I'm going to go at. So, you know, I'm not sleeping on Joyce here. Um, I just think after that last fight, I think I had the thought in my head that he was overrated. Um, because Zhang destroyed him. And if Zhang destroys him again, I don't ever want to hear um, <laughs> Joyce in the top five conversation again. I don't want to <laughs> well, hear no, it. He'd be, he'd, be, he'd be punched out of it. No, I guess he'd my... be punched out of the top 10 possibly too. <laughs> yeah, no, okay? Like, yeah. So I don't want to hear that. So if you're a Joyce fan and you feel some type of way, well, just let me know how you're going to bet and then drop your slip. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you can but, get at me after the fight. But yeah. But let, let's, do, let's spend uh, like two minutes on this, but okay, how does Joe Joyce actually win this rematch? I think it's probably worth talking about because I think that's something that people will be watching for. Now he's actually an underdog, which I, I don't know if there's been a Joe Joyce fight where he's entered as an underdog as a professional. So, you know you know what I think he has to do? We know that Jang is going to come early because he usually fades later in fights. I think Joyce is going to have to press, come forward, and he's going to have to get hit at the same time that he's countering. Um, in that Joyce fight against Christian Hammer, he took a lot of heavy shots. A lot of heavy shots. So going back, to, going back to that fight, he has to take heavy shots against a guy like Jang. And remember that Jang does have devastating power. And we've seen what he did to Joy Joyce, but I think Joyce has to outbox him and he has to take those shots. But he's like, can he take that power right now after his, he messed up his eye and all of that? He's sneaky old too. And Jang's coming into this one with confidence. Like Joyce isn't like to be a favorite and to lose like that. Like you got to think mentally how prepared is he going to be for this fight too? I think there's the mental aspect and uh, I think Jang's, Jane's going to win this fight, but that's the way Joyce wins. I think he has to come forward, press early, and outbox him. Or he injures Zhang, which, you know, we've talked about before. Like, there's an injury history there, and the reason that he hasn't sort of ascended to that level until now, part of it was injury-related. Also, the fight against Philip Hergovich was one of the worst scored fights recently. Uh, because I think Jane got robbed against her, uh, Hergovich, Correct. yo. Yeah. He got robbed. Pure it robbery. Was, it was a unanimous decision. That all the judges had, uh, there was a 114, 113, and I believe two 115, 112s, or I may have that backwards, but that was the scoring for the fight. And I remember by and large, we all watching the fight were like, Zhang got this. Yeah. And Hergovich, you know, walked away with a, a robbery victory uh, to the point that Zhang still got an interim title shot after that fight because <laughs> people knew, like, yo, he really won that fight. So the one loss on his record is BS. And the draw against Jerry Forrest, where he knocked down Forrest multiple times and also got deducted uh, a point for holding late, that was, you know, a little bit circumstantial because there were some injury stuff, some kidney stuff that he was dealing with after the fact. So Zhang really profiles as somebody who should be undefeated as well. Um, and I think, I think even if you're betting him straight up on the money line at minus 130, 
There's not bad odds there. And I think if Joe Joyce, to your point, if he's going to win this, he's going to have to make some big adjustments and outbox him. I'm not sure if Zhang's just going to let him do that, though. I think he's going to no. pressure him from that southpaw stance. He's going to continue to hit him with those straight left hand, right hook combinations. Uh, the body work was very effective last time. I think we'll see even more of that this time. And he'll go after that eye, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, so here at the Mandatory, we want to know how you're going to be betting all three fights. Uh, if you haven't either checked out the other previews that we've done, go check it out um, because we got Hitchens, Zapata, and then we also have uh, McCaskill and Ryan as well. So go check out those previews. Drop your comments. Let us know how you're betting this fight. And if you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. Thank you so much for rocking with us next week, Canelo week and Charlo week. Uh, we got some big things coming for you. We're also going to do a live show. Brian's doing this while moving. Uh, so we just want to say that uh, we do it for you guys. So remember uh, to hit that like and subscribe button. Any final thoughts before we peace out of here, Brian? Yeah, I'll be at that new apartment uh, very, very soon. Uh, probably immediately after the Canelo fight, though. But yes, expect live next week. Um, and we're going to be doing a lot of Canelo Charlo. And we may even touch on the undercard, which looks pretty yeah. interesting, you know, when looking at it. I think this is a pretty strong, sneaky good undercard um, or main card, I should say, uh, that we'll see leading up to Canelo Charlo. So that's good as well. Yeah.